What's it take to build, measure, and grow a security program? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm discussing this topic today with Mike Gentili. He's Executive Vice President of Innovation and Security at Auxilio, and you may know him as the author of the CISO Handbook and CISO Soft Skills. Mike, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, thanks for having me, Tom. So, as, as we know, organizations have been practicing information security for years. But what's the sudden urgency now to have a formal security program? You know, it's it's really easy. The, the urgency is associated with the dramatic rise in the cost associated with organizations that choose to do nothing. Uh, in the past, as organizations really explored what they wanted to do for security, it would go to management, they would look at it, and, and many times organizations would choose to just not do anything and, and go on as they were. And that model actually worked okay. Uh, they would do that and, you know, they weren't getting attacked all the time. You know, regulators weren't really auditing that tight. And so they could do nothing and, and not spend the money and, and not feel the ramifications that many organizations are feeling today. What's happening today is that organizations are getting attacked on a daily basis. And if they choose to do nothing, they're continuing to get attacked, continuing to get attacked. And at the same time, data is getting taken from these organizations during these attacks. And the cost from a regulatory perspective has dramatically risen. So they're paying larger and larger uh, amounts and fines and remediation to clean up these items, which is really getting them to a point where if they continue to do nothing, they basically will go out of business. So, Mike, you've outlined some pretty solid steps to building a security program. I'd like to ask you about them, starting with benchmarking. How does one create a security benchmark for their specific environment? You know, first, really, a security program is a component of four things, right? The first element is that you need to establish what it is that you want to measure in your environment, or, as you mentioned, uh, the, the benchmark. Once you have a benchmark in place for security, uh, then that leads to the next thing that a security program really should do, which is the ability to measure against that benchmark. So the process is to measure what it is actually, you know, how your environment fares against what you've defined. The third step in the process is that you can essentially take those gaps uh, against your benchmark and be able to present them to management so that they can really do one thing, make informed decisions. And then the fourth thing that a security program should be able to do is to be able to support the implementation of those decisions in the environment. So really, when it comes to establishing a benchmark, the good news is that many frameworks and such already exist. The key is that you choose one that covers all the appropriate areas and at the right depth of specificity. So, you know, not too deep uh, in terms of the areas, and really not too light. Uh, good ones to start with uh, are the ISO 27002 framework. Uh, there's also the NIST 853. Or in order to get that right depth and specificity, a combination of both often work the best. So that takes us to our benchmark. Now we want to measure against that. What are some strategies for measurement? The best way to measure is to really focus on three things. The first is that the measurement is applied across the whole organization. If that's a health system, that means that all hospitals should be measured, as well as a comprehensive set of departments in each hospital. So if you're a health system of 20 
hospitals, um, you know, only measuring five isn't going to really give you an effective measurement. You're going to want to measure all 20. The next is that the same areas should be measured across the whole organization. So you don't want to use the ISO framework in five-year hospitals and the NIST framework in 10-year hospitals and then in the other five do something different. And then the third is that the assessment should really be over the same time frame. And this is something that we see often. Uh, you know, you look at an organization and, you know, again, using the health system example, uh, maybe, you know, they did, five of the hospitals did a HIPAA risk analysis or an ISO assessment three years ago, another did one 10 years ago, and another one just did one one year ago. You really want to do them all in the same time frame. And the objective of that is that you're really comparing apples to apples and you get a consistent set of data. So following your outline, we've got a benchmark, we're measured against it. How do we decide which gaps we're going to address? Really, once you have a, a good set of data, the next step is to convert findings into remediation tasks, then aggregate tasks into projects, and then group projects into remediation programs of work. It's really converting findings to the world of project management. Along the way, uh, you want to assign scope, schedule, and budget to all of those initiatives at the program level and at the project level. And then once done with this process, you'll know the story of your findings and how they associate to the cost of remediation work. Knowing the story and really understanding the story is crucial. Really knowing how to have a conversation to be able to tell management what they should focus on and why. And the only way to do that is if you start from the beginning with where your gaps are and convert that to the cost of fixing those gaps. Okay, so I'm going to ask you what could be the most important question. You've decided which gaps you want to fill. How do you take this data you've collected, bring it to senior management, perhaps to the board, and get the funding you need so that you can address these gaps? Since you've already, in the step prior, really aggregated the data and converted it into a point in which it's hierarchical in nature, meaning you may have started out with 50,000 different findings, you aggregated that into 75 different remediation projects, and you've aggregated that into 10 or 8 remediation programs of work. Uh, once you have that, you're really ready to talk to management and show them in an aggregated and hierarchical fashion really what is the body of work, as well as, again, what that story is. Also remember that along the way, you associated scope, schedule, and budget to all of those projects and programs of work. So you're going to be able to show management why you should do a specific program of work and a specific set of projects within that, as well as if they choose to do that, how much it's going to cost. It's really the ability to give management good data to make informed decisions. Mike, you've been at this for a while, and you've given some great insight to security leaders. In your experience, what are some of the key lessons learned from organizations that have built successful security programs? The most important way is to really focus on telling the plot of the story and not telling the end to management. In that meaning, don't really get associated and, and, and get sucked into having an opinion, really, you've done the process of collecting the data and presenting that to management. Let management make that decision. It's your job to give good data to support a decision. Whatever that decision is, it really doesn't matter when you do it right. The security leaders that I've worked with that have done that 
are much more successful because it allows you to stay out of the politics. It allows you to stay out of everything. You're just focusing on the content and the data and presenting that to management. That is your job. So a couple of questions to wrap up our discussion. And the first is, what's the risk of not developing a formal security program? Well, I think really tying in to what we touched on earlier, where right now, if you're not fixing or not doing anything, the cost is getting to a point where it's so dramatic, it's going to severely impact your business or really get you to a point where you're going to go out of business. And that's what we're seeing here today. And I think that that is going to accelerate as the amount of attacks continue to rise further. There's only so many resources out there right now that know how to fix these problems. So if you're not organized in really addressing security and getting the right people and the right techniques and the, and the right technologies to do this, your company is going to highly, highly struggle. Okay, so the flip side of that, you've developed a formal security program. What does success look like to you? Yeah, I think that, that this is really critical in that many people think that success with a security program is that you are able to fix every finding that you had uh, in your environment. And that is absolutely not true. A successful security program is all about one thing, having a methodical process for giving information to management to make informed decisions and then the most efficient way possible to support the business in implementing those decisions. That is it. Uh, I've been in many organizations that have an effective process in place for doing that, and they might not even fix that much. And in fact, there's no organization that's going to fix every single finding, even a large percentage of the key issues in their organization. But if they have that ability to really look and approach and solve the highest level risks that present the most risk to the business, they're really going to be in a, in a, in a great position. I've been in many uh, organizations in situations when they've had a breach or something that they need to report in, and I've been in those board meetings before, and I can tell you that the organizations that have nothing in place and are unorganized and are talking about how to address a breach, that board meeting is very different than the board meeting where they may still have a breach on something they didn't fix, but they actively had information and decided to not fix that thing before the breach happened. And it's a much better position to be in from a regulatory perspective as well as from a business perspective. Mike, that's great insight. Thanks so much for taking time to speak with me today about the topic. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Tom. We've been talking about building, measuring, and growing a security program. I've been talking with Mike Gentili, Executive Vice President of Innovation and Security at Auxilio. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.